0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Agile Pubcast for episode 64. This one comes from the Baker's Arms in Swindon and we've managed to track down Nigel Baker in the Baker's Arms. So Nigel's gonna give us a bit of an update as to what he's been up to since we last spoke to him, along with a bit of a debrief on the Scrum Global Gathering in Austin that's just occurred. Just a reminder that if you'd like to become a patron of the Pubcast, just listen all the way through to the end of this episode and I'll explain some details on how you can do that. But for now, let's get those drinks in. It's time to meet up with Nigel once again. Play the jingle. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Ajahn Podcast. Mm. And welcome back, Mr. Baker. Hello. Thank you for inviting us into your home. Oh yes, this is my home. We say where we can get him on these days? We say that because we are in the baker's the baker's arms. Yes, the literally baker's in arms. the baker's arms. Can't move the mountain, to Mohammed. Yes, Mohammed to the mountain. Well, I'll tell well, you well, the what. Mohammed the habit
1: and the mountain. Neither of them are in fucking Swindon. <laughs> <laughs> Follow my language. Well, they probably will be. Probably somewhere. Yeah, so,
0: no um, It has been a while, right? We're checking uh, on the way here, but I think it's. We haven't heard from you on this since Christmas time. Yeah,
1: so this is my first uh, 2019 podcast. Hopefully, it won't be the last. So, happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy Easter! Yeah, Easter, we've done that. Yeah, happy birthday! On birthday, any birthdays? No, yet, no, no, not yet. He's had his. Yeah, I've had mine. Happy birthday! Happy Birthday birthday to me. So, like a day under forty-eight. Done very well.
0: I haven't trimmed this one. I'm growing a bit of beard at the moment. Mm. I'm at the moment. I can't remember the last time I saw you clean shaven.
1: Mm. Yeah, when I see some of your publicity photos online and yeah. you're clean shaven, I think, who is this man?
0: <laughs> well, I'm try- I think I've changed most of them now to be beard.
1: Mm. Beard focused. No. Oh, no, I'm going to save that to later. Okay. I've got a little surprise for you on that front. Oh, dear. That sounds what? better than it is. Oh, you've got a beard. It's not much of a surprise. No, I've got a tiny, wispy little bit of a beard. A tiny wispy little one. Uh, no, oh, about. Uh, Daddy beard, I, mummy beard, <laughs>
0: baby beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, a v- visual reference there for the people listening on the podcast. Okay, um, you want to do that later? So, yes. So, um, what was I going to say?
1: start the music. Oh. Party starts. How oh, loud is it? Walking on sunshine. No, it sounds like it. Someone's put the, the uh, jukebox That's on. Sh- that shouldn't be too, that be right. a That's a good me. Yeah. What were you going to say, Paul? Um, I
0: was going to say, what was I going to say? Just, um, you know, somewhere we are. What are we drinking? We're drinks. Baker's Arms in Swindon. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. what? tell me something mm-hmm. interesting about the Baker's Arms and Swindon. Mm-hmm. In, in Swindon. It's in Beechcroft Road, in Swindon. Um, we literally picked this because it was the Baker's Arms. It's got two, two it quite, dance boards. It's got quite a foodie. It's an Arkles pub, isn't it? Yeah. Arkles Brewery, which is swind oh, yeah. Swindon-based brewery, isn't is it? it? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, we're, yeah, we don't really know anything interesting about it. We just thought, seeing as we're having you on, and there was
1: yeah. a Baker's Arms in Swindon, we should... We should we, and we've yeah. we yeah. also yeah. got our arm arms in Swindon. Speaking there isn't a Baker's Arms in Swindon, is there? <laughs> There's two Baker's Arms in Swindon. <laughs> so Absolutely what happened, found out, what what happened to Jeff? <laughs> I, I put in, because I'm driving today, so I'm only allowed yeah. half a drink.
0: <laughs> um, and I put in my car, take me to the Baker's Arms, and it took me to the Baker's Arms, but not the right Baker's Arms.
1: Uh, the closed Baker's Arms, or the open Baker's Arms. Arms. Yeah. You've done uh, the God Arms before, haven't you? That yeah. yeah. was in Swindon. It's also so, yeah. yeah. so, is that like a Watts Arms? We could, it should yeah. be.
0: It, be. it should, should be. be. I have to try and find one. Mm-hmm. Perhaps our <laughs> listeners can point, point to us to a a Watts-related pub yeah. somewhere in the UK. We'll find yeah. Maybe. So, what we' I'm you drinking, drinking Hurricane. A pint of Hurricane. It's very cold. Really cold. Feel the glass. Really cold. Yeah, my drink my is very cold as well. But then my cider should be cold. And when something is cold, the taste isn't as strong.
1: Right. Oh. You,
0: if you put something in the fridge, it doesn't taste as much. Yeah.
1: Um, is that why people do have the white wine? It it tastes horrible, maybe, maybe it tastes
0: less horrible. <laughs> <Maybe>. Sorry, <laughs> wine drinkers. Maybe. It's kind of a nutty, nutty ale. But that's all I'm getting, really. Lots so, of nuts. Yeah, nutty. It's quite nice.
1: It'll be
0: interesting whether it tastes different when it's warmer. <laughs> and you guys are drinking some really exotic. Something very, quite unusual to find in, in pubs these days, I think. It's a pint of Strongbow. Classy Strongbow. Let
1: me just have a quick taste test.
0: I'm... Strongway isn't my favourite cider. so not
1: it? No, it's not. No. No. It's, quite, it's more the dry cider. It's, side, it's dry, ends, dry yeah. I don't like it. It's yeah. not yeah. sweet. I'm not, too, I'm not quite fond of dry ciders. It's very cold. It's refreshing. It's cold and it's apple mm. which is the main thing. Yeah. Your has got an aftertaste to it, hasn't yeah. it? But I'm fine with that. Uh, I, Jeff offered me earlier on the strongbow with dark fruit, I mm. believe mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to drink that because I'm not 12. Okay. So... You have seen our last pub yet, Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: What was I was gonna say, do we need? Are we got? Saying cheers to anyone today. So we've got Jamie Collins. Jamie. And Andy. Jamie and Andy. Let's just go first names in case. Gini Jamie can't. and Andy. Yeah. So, Jamie and Andy, cheers. Cheers. Thank you for the new uh, patrons subscribing.
1: So what percentage do I get of that? <laughs> <laughs> The jags at the bottom of the glass. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, dear. This would be like a noisy mm-hmm. bonus. I'm gonna give just a little bit more, just when Nigel's on. I'll buy you a drink at this one Christmas. Christmas time. There's no need Arts, to be that's afraid. That's I'm looking for. Them. Cool. So, yes, yeah. what's what's new? What's new? Well, I've been to Austin. The, the, the oh, course, global
0: squam yes. gathering in Austin. No, we mentioned that last time. Didn't we? We, we we toasted you last time. Oh, yeah, so I, you, I think it. last time we recorded. But uh, occasion,
1: occasionally, I do listen to your podcast when I'm not on it. I always listen to everyone I'm on, and I do I do like the slightly sarcastic put downs that happen. Um, uh, Thank you for that. Um, But yeah, so I went to the Global Scrum Gathering in Austin. Good, enjoy it. Good, good. I've got a little report for you if you're interested. Lovely, perfect. So, by the way, people on the camera will see this. I've actually written this down because last time I did a report on the gathering, I forgot everything. So, when Jeff asked me questions, (laughs) I kind of went, uh, Yeah, like things happened agilely. So, I made a few notes for myself. Guys, did you notice my few notes? Well, yeah, I'm right. it's only, well on we've
0: only got a 35 minute profit okay. so <laughs> so I'll just, buckle just basically buckle in, <laughs> buckle
1: in, here we go. So first things first, on the first day of gatherings, we have the trainer coaches retreat This is where the high level certification people in the Scrum lines come together for It's the actually the day before the gatherings Yes, it? on the Sunday, and the one we had in Austin for the CSTs, enterprise coaches, team coaches, was actually, not joking, the best retreat I've ever been to Why? Um, I'll tell you why. Um, because it was because of Howard and Melissa. Okay. So Howard Sublet, I believe uh, how you pronounce it, is the chief product owner of the Scrum Alliance. I think you uh, got that one right. I think I did. <laughs> for <eye> okay. <laughs> okay, Nigel. Th- no that's right. not gonna go on from here on in. <laughs> He's a chief owner oh, of the Scrum Alliance, which yeah. is the new replacement for the sort of the CEO role. Oh, and, so it um, is replacing the CEO. Yeah, mindset. CEO, MD's gone. Okay. Now there's a owner and scrum master okay. that goes in Scrum. Okay. Um, Melissa uh, Boggs I believe is the Chief Scrum Master. Mm-hmm. And they did a a, a, sort of a a duet so to speak, a, okay. a double act presentation on where they see the Scrum Alliance going, where they see the community going. And it was just brilliant. It was led by the heart, it was with the right agile values and principles, which is really good because in the past we've had leadership that has not been aligned with the values and principles of of the world of transforming the world of work. Um, But even better, actually getting stuff done, (laughs) so it's not just talking the talk, but walking the walk, actually practically getting stuff done, not just telling people what they want to hear, and that really aligned the room, that sense of purpose. So
0: did they just top and tail the day, or did
1: they run sessions throughout? Uh, There's there's a load of sessions during the day on a variety of Scrum Alliance things, not necessarily by them, but by Scrum Alliance staff, on a variety of their particular topics, but they top the day, just a little 10, 15 minutes. Um, we're transforming the world of work. We're an alliance. We're a non-profit. We're in this for the people, not in this for the cash. Which okay. is which. Um, that's something but, I've heard yeah. Howard say time yeah. and time yeah. again, at various presentations. Yeah. He's done. And then, it's, it's about impact, not about not revenue. Yeah, yeah, and that's really, really key, and that aligned a lot of people. Um, but also understanding how practically to do that. Yeah, so it's all uh, in a good talking the talk, but actually walking the walk. The practicality of how do we actually do this? How do we help us as a community? Drive that forward and help genuine change happen. So, what was a web service? Things like some of the certification programs that are coming up, uh, improving that. Um, they're building, they're making the Scrum Alliance a real agile organization, possibly the only real agile organization on earth. So, that's self-organizing teams, yeah, right, empowered, doing the work. So, clearing out a lot of the historical hierarchy in the Alliance or in any organization and actually getting it to a a place where we're having real empowered, self-organising teams lead on this, uh, leading the way with people like Howard and Melissa supporting them through that. What kind of teams are they? It's teams like events, but teams also like certification teams, like um, uh, uh, what was it events certification, uh, things like uh, audience outreach, uh, membership teams like that, but being grouped around like needs mostly no, so grouped around skill sets oh, that's good. so and the vast vast majority of the Alliance staff are completely aligned with that good. so the Scrum Alliance has flattened its hierarchy hugely which is brilliant it's got a real flat structure now um, really pushing the way forward but what's interesting is they want they've been looking for case studies to help them move forward yeah. it looks like they're gonna to have to be the case study no one else is doing it like this no one else is being this agile with their organizations so it's really good to see an organization Doing what it talks about mm-hmm. rather than yeah. you know, uh, uh, talking but not walking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really interesting for me. Um, the other interesting thing for me was uh, I did a couple of we had an open space. This on is imagery. still on a Sunday. The Sunday. Yeah. We had an open space, so there's a lot of things on a variety of subjects like this. Um, a couple that I was interested in, I put one in on Cal, Certified Agile Leadership. Right. I, I let me give you the name of it. I called it um, Let's talk a, about, a ca- yeah, okay. let's talk about Cal, baby, let's talk about you and me, so, let's about talk about all the good things, all the, the bad things, <laughs> things, that may be. Yes, so two people laughed at that, uh, <laughs> but they were the right two people, which is the correct thing. Um, no, isn't it, let's um, sort of, talk about it. sex, baby. Is it? No, 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 that's sex. Okay, who, was the oh, other one oh, I oh, was oh, thinking oh, about oh, then? Oh good network. Colour me bad, I was thinking about. That's, that's, I want to you up. I should have done that joke. Oh anyway, my. Anyway, <laughs> so a couple of people got the joke. So I you, wanted to talk. I, sure, I wanted man. to talk about Cal, um, certified agile leadership, um, not about the mechanics of it. I kind can of get that from other learning objectives, but actually hear people's story behind it. Okay. Why are they doing it? What's the narrative behind the Cal? Because um, I've been uh, struggling to understand that a little bit. What's What's the aim of this? Why are they in this? Why are we doing this? Um, so I wanted to hear other people's stories. I made a few notes for myself on that. Um, what was interesting for me was, we did get into the weeds quite quickly of mechanics. So a lot of people, when I said, I want to tell me your story behind your cow, not, I don't want your details, tell me your story. A lot of people went straight to the mechanics, mm-hmm. or oh, Knevin, you know, what else they talk about? Leadership, uh, Bill Joyner's work, you know, Spiral Dynamics, which is all like the what, I want to know the why. You know, and that got quite interesting then, talking about um, why people are offering this. So uh, there there's a few traders there who come from a leadership background, so they wanted to help other leaders on that journey, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, some trainers there were uh, on a very middle management journey, you know, trying to help people, uh, help middle managers become more practical with Agile, mm-hmm. yeah. and some people were trying to look on the journey. Okay, where are we actually going so yeah. far? How do I take someone who's a middle manager and raise them to the next level to be a future potential leader? Right. So that was quite interesting about that. The two different tones, because that's where I was struggling a little bit with it. Is it like in the the middle world of an organisation or the high end, the C level? Yeah. And uh, one company were talking about how. They do two versions of that course. One version for C-level management, you know, for leaders, and one version for the middle managers to aspire to. So if you're
0: flattening the hierarchy, why should there be a difference?
1: I know, well, I think the idea is you're trying to raise um, future leaders, is the idea, is Cal for future leaders or current leaders. the graduate programs? Yeah, but not for graduates, but for, you know, like people graduating onto real leadership. Because you're right, hopefully with a flattened hierarchy, there'll be less middle management
0: positions. So did you decide your own narrative?
1: Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I feel when I was talking about the road, because I'm looking to build my own certified Agile leadership. I've done a lot of work on that, but I've, I had a lot of the bits, but without the overall narrative. And I think I found the narrative for me. Because so for me, the narrative is about uh, Agile leadership, mm. not just about leadership. Mm. So I'm not really interested in doing a leadership course. There's millions out there. They're quite good. The mm. mission about how do we bring Agile to leadership is what interests me. You know, that, that tone of it. And so that could be aspiring leaders or current leaders but it's bringing in agile to the experience so that's what i liked about that so i got a lot of value out of that actually funny enough
0: so how um, many people were just broadly would you say were in that retreat how many attendees 200 oh,
1: right. yeah 200 people i'd say yeah, yeah. so it's a fair number mm-hmm. um there was about 25 in that cow one maybe right. yeah, 20, 20 okay. in the, in the cow um so i found that quite interesting because uh, the thing was, my big way was when I was putting in together the package mm-hmm. was it was just going to be certified Scrum Master for yeah. leaders, <laughs> you know, basically high-level hey, here's Scrum, and I didn't want to do that, there's no point to doing that. But finding that extra journey and that Agile aspect, I think, made it quite useful for me. Anyway, um, there was some other stuff in there about um, just uh, as an alliance. How do trainers work together as an alliance? How do coaches and trainers interact? Because it's quite interesting, in America, it's quite different than over here. So in america a lot of the certified trainers like ourselves tend to be solely training mm-hmm. and solely doing public training mm-hmm. so running public courses in cities around america mm-hmm. and of course this causes some strife because they overbook each other people turn up in the same town on the same day it causes some tension uh, i think in europe we don't seem like a lot less of that i don't know about you but i do a lot less public training than private training mm-hmm. and mostly in-house mm-hmm. So there was a lot of conversation i had they not like you know um uh, um, cause trouble for each other, but more interesting for me was just how do we better communicate to each other as well. Um, yeah. So that was quite interesting yeah. in terms of trainers how do we engage with competitors? Mm-hmm. Completely true, but we also need to be agile and be collaborate as well. Yeah. We can't just treat each other as adversaries. There's many things just like how to communicate better online to each other. So you know, we have a trainer message board where sometimes the conversations can get colorful um, colourful. colourful. Um, uh, some people have, have checked out of that message board because of its colourful nature. And so people were talking about how to best, better communicate online to each other in a way that is constructive. Yeah, still challenging, but constructive. I thought that was quite interesting as well. Did they decide There were some, there was some uh, experiments they went on. So I don't want to get too much into them here, but things like forum models, yeah. where you can have like group moderation or moderators, yeah. and, like we always talk about self-organizing teams needing facilitators, yeah. that type of yeah. thing. It's getting quite big, yeah. that community is yeah. getting quite yeah. big. Yeah, 350 people on the <coughs> mailing list is quite large, and so having some sort of facilitator or moderation in there can be quite interesting. So what I liked about that was it was the group self-organizing answers to its own complex problems. Okay. Which the joke is, you would expect us as Agile people to do that, but the amount of Agile coaches I meet who don't know, it's like herding cats, herding them of Agile coaches, so actually embracing that expansion quite interesting as well. Yeah, kind of. Um, uh, what else is going on there? yeah, right, so, uh, there's, also, interesting, there's also, interesting, at the conference, they had a CSP group certified scrum professional then the idea being a little space for some of the more mid-level certifications so they can have some one-to-one chats privately if they want to or mix privately a little bit of a, of a club lounge in a hotel I wasn't too sure of the idea. I so was it a
0: bit exclusive? Did it, did yeah, it that was, some people that was my
1: work. Oh, my work going to be a little bit exclusive, having this little yeah. club lounge. But it turns out, because the Scrum Alliance is not that disciplined, everyone came to the room anyway. Yeah. So it was a lovely little... There just, was no just, bouncer on there the no door. There was no bouncer on the door. On the like, door like, so everyone just came in, had a chat. And the people who wanted to come and have a chat did. But it was quite nice to have a little, little off-to-the-side
0: space. We had, I think it was labelled as the CSP lounge, but we had a lounge area yeah. in... Um, in London, the, the venue didn't lend itself very
1: well to it, but with the idea of a breakout space, just for people yeah. to sit more quietly and have yeah. coffee and stuff. Yeah, and so the idea was, that it was good for one-to-one chats in there. Yeah. So a few of us went in there, had some chats, yeah. for some good conversations, almost like an informal coaches clinic. Because yeah. you know at these gatherings they always have the official coaches clinic where people go get help. It was kind of like a, an adjunct to that. Like, yeah. yeah, like a so we can all sit down, and have a chat, in a conversation. So a few of us. Water did that cooler touch. Yeah, water cooler it It's quite nice for the actual event. Um, so, conference proper started Monday morning. Yeah, Dan Pink. That's a big, uh, big. Um, yeah, that is a big um,
0: draw, isn't it? Surely, in terms of numbers. Yeah, huge draw, huge money.
1: Um, but I think huge value. Was he worth it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, actually. Um, he brought in more people than he cost. I know that. So that's already paid for himself, like like a a, a top line. I always think about wrestling. So my big thing, I like professional wrestling. In professional wrestling, you have a card of wrestlers, okay? You pick to get people in to pay to put their bum on the seat every 18 inches. Now some wrestlers are what they call headliners. They bring loads of people in, right? They may not be the greatest wrestler on earth, but they bring loads so of a people. Box a good show. Yeah. Box office, yeah. Ric Flair, okay. Hulk Hogan, woo, you know. That's what Pink was. He did a good stuff. His, con- his content was good, really good. He was really engaging, really interesting. Good speaker. Yeah, good speaker. There were some sessions in the actual um, on the card of the gathering that were probably better, right? In terms, in terms of, of content. content. Yeah. These are like the wrestlers who wrestle for thirty minutes and know their stuff, but they're not headliners. You right. Know? So Pink gets you in the door, but these guys on the card, mm. you know, give the full content. But he really added value. He wasn't just a headliner.
0: Do we think? So just for the benefit of the listeners, do we need to remind? or establish who Dan Pink is? Or have oh, we made yeah. an assumption there? Well,
1: Dan Pink wrote the book Drive, mm-hmm. which is the famous autonomy um, uh, mastery purpose book, uh, New York bestseller. He's, an, he's basically a, a great author who takes a lot of sociology, anthropology, economics, literature, and turns it into an easily digestible form for it's the mainstream. He strikes it for uh, Al Gore, oh, is that right? Mm-hmm.
0: There we go, thank you.
1: Yeah. So he basically, his stuff was on about, um, about timings. So beginnings, middles and ends. Right. about how hear the greatest bit of voice ever which is if ever you have a doctor's appointment or a hospital appointment go in the morning never go in the afternoon ever because there's a range of research showing doctors makes like four times the mistakes in the afternoon or four times the errors in your dentistry in the afternoon to the morning so if you he said if you take one thing from this presentation do your doctor's appointment your dentist and everything in the morning
0: is that anything to do with like decision
1: fatigue mm-hmm. that, that type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's decision fatigue, it's timing, yes, yeah, it's, it's a variety of things. Yeah. And so he did a lot, I don't want to get too much into his detail. He did a book on it, I think called When or something. Look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a new yeah. book? Yeah, fairly new. Was he was but, um, pushing that hard? It was a little bit, not too hard. But um, but the idea was uh, the beginnings, middles and ends were quite interesting. You know, I understand that people waver at the midpoint in yeah. decisions and, and projects and work. Uh, how people need endings that elevate, endings that excite, endings that close not ending that bring them down. Um, so this is all really, really interesting stuff. Um, he also talked about like midpoints. In, so in all projects, basically, people waste half the time prevaricating, get to pretty much the halfway mark. It could be a two hour project, a two year project, get to halfway, the science is again and again. That's when they go, we need to do something about this and get going. And so what was really interesting was how he lined up. He was actually quite enthusiastic about scrum to a certain extent. And, right. like, you guys don't have this problem because of how you work, but many other people do. And they did have any sprints of work. He called, um, episodes is what he called them, right. so, so the term I use a lot, like episodes of work, mm. is if you have a shorter episode, you get to that wobbly midpoint earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so you think of a two year project, you get to the wobbly midpoint in one year, two week sprint is one week in, so that was quite interesting as well. Was he? Did he do his homework on Scrum or not? He, so, he did a little bit, bit. he, he think... kind of knew what it was, because he? he mentioned things like sprints and stuff, okay. and he got one week, one and two, but, so he, he knew, he knows about it. I don't know a lot, but he knows about it. He okay. can reference it a bit. That's good because a lot of points he was making he said, "Look, you may not suffer from this actually mm. because X." Like we have closure at the end of every time box. Mm. So you talk about you want endings that elevate, endings that give experience, where so it feels like you're getting somewhere, yeah. which we do all the time. Which I thought was quite What interesting are the job. consequences of the wobbly middle part? Um, well, there's three. There's three. He said, so "If you," he said, "If you're miles behind and you get to the wobbly middle point, you give up. Uh, if you're um, just in front, it doesn't help." If you're just behind, and you hit the one midpoint, you're like to finish better and earlier than the people who are slightly in front of mid. So you're talking about, you so want yeah, like to be a little bit behind the yeah. midpoint, ooh, we've got so so yeah, to try it. So So rather than, um, miles ahead or miles by miles wide you give like, up. But he talks something about chocolate as well, like the last chocolate is pleasure elevates. Mm. So he did a, a bit of an interesting experimentation on, I can't describe it now, about eating chocolates and telling people how many chocolates they're having or not having. Mm. If you know you're going to have five chocolates and you have the fifth one, there's like an, an elevation to the fifth one, like, oh this is my, my chocolate. It's not my kids. But if kids, you, did, but kids you don't know, if you don't know how many chocolates you're going to have, and you just stop it arbitrarily, you don't get the final pleasure on the final it's chocolate. Like, it's
0: my, I'm sure it was my daughter, was eating fish fingers and chips. Mm-hmm. Oh no, sausages. or something like that. There's something on her plate, and she had, she had a number of them, three, three on the on plate. And I said, "Why? I mean, that was hard. I'm saving that to last." I said, "Why? That's the best one." Yeah. So even though they looked completely identical, there was something the last roller isn't yeah.
1: it? In the Kind of marketing yeah. campaign. Dessert at the end of a meal. Who do you? Yeah. Who do you love enough to give them your last roller But that UK reference. That ending that endings, the elevate thing is actually going to make me change my course because certified scrum master. When I run it, I prioritize it. Highest priority first. Oh really? Delay so you finish on two something days. low value. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> late, we can yeah, yeah. But it doesn't elevate. Um, like, who really wants to finish on a down chart? No. So I was doing that to risk reduce the course. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I now think in terms of an episode of a course experience, nice. maybe we want to end on something that elevates. Maybe some exercise or something that brings people up at the end while yes. i them down at the end. So it's making me rethink that a little bit as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that was quite useful there. I quite like that. Uh, then what do I do? Okay, so I did. So I made my notes for myself here. Um, yeah, do you guys well, you ever do 59-minute squelm? <laughs> yeah. Right, so. I do it on product course. Do yeah. you do it at the end, at the start? But yeah. Look, but then, I'll see them doing something like that at the end, like a simulation at the end.
0: So I try and finish my CSM courses on a, on the ex, the second the final part of the exercise where they build their product. I suppose you do something similar in your leg and thing, but... Yeah. So the, the thing that we've finished the courses, is basically the demonstration and because they've had a previous sprint which has never gone very well typically yeah. they finish on a better sprint so you're finishing with a positive experience of yeah. completing yeah. something which is sufficient quality that is yeah. is working so trying to and a yeah. you know a bit of a positive the people yeah. leave yeah the primary recency effect is not it? people remember the first thing and the
1: last yeah. thing that they get to Cause I was thinking about that in terms coaching as well. A lot of coaches take off, don't they? They go and they've got their six-month gig or whatever. Work, 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 work. Then at the end, it tapers away and dies, and the contract's done. I think it should be nice as a coach to sort of have an ending that elevates. So yeah. you know your ending's coming soon. You try and build to a crescendo at the end of the experience. All right. So that was the main keynote. Very good, I thought. Very happy with it. Um, I then went into Brent. Brent Barton's okay, okay. session. Um, he did it on um, entropy, basically, and wrote down the here somewhere. Um, something on the lines of um, uh, entropy in, in, in Agile Transformation. So the idea of Agile Transformation.
0: Entropy is the rate, is it the rate of change? you
1: yeah. got, got the degree in it, haven't you? So.
0: I should know that. It's all sort of, uh, decay, isn't, isn't it? It's
1: like entropy is like decaying the, the, the down to a steady state, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Something like that. Something like that. Um, but he says, um, so I went to that because basically Brent was my mentor through my CSTF. He was, yeah, he was yeah. on your panel. Wasn't he, he was my panel, he was the one. So after you handed me off to him, he's what looked after me all the way through, which I remember correctly was two emails. And <laughs> 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 one was after Paul popped to him saying, You're going to help my <laughs> and, um sorry for that it's not true when but he did a really interesting one about um how your agile implementation will not survive this next reorganization right Okay. so people give these agile transformations or whatever and he says most people on their fourth or fifth or third agile transformation mm. they've taken two or three shots of it and every time they get going it goes quite nicely there's a reorganization collapses like a house of cards yeah. mm. so he was talking about trying to do something there and i thought it was interesting for me what out took from that session was it's about changing organizations not changed organizations. Well, there is no agile end states. You're trying to build organizations that change, and organizations that can change again and again. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a lot of people's agile transformations, which is probably the wrong word anyway. Transformations are trying to think of it like an end state, like a robot changing, when in fact it needs to be a constantly manable uh, environment. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's what I took from this session, I thought it was cool. nice as yeah. well. Yeah, um, yeah so he said, he said this, his advice was, um, own it, prioritize and fund it, and make it last. Which I guess is obvious advice, really, but it's really important, isn't it? Get the organisation to own it so it's not an outside org. Prioritise it and give it money. If you're not feeding it, then it's not going to yeah. grow, is it? And then make it last, try and build it into the organisational structure. Oh, he said another interesting one, which I quite like. It's a quote, but it wasn't really part of his presentation, but it was just a sidebar, which is just is a dirty word. Mm-hmm. You know, couldn't you just you know so, or it's just a small it's just a small change. we're trying to force someone like, it's just a small change Can we just you know like trying to minimize someone's effort or minimize someone's contribution yeah. So I took that one little one as well uh, anyway um, other session I did was a uh, Judy Neha Neha I can't pronounce your last name Judy, Judy Neha. Neha that's the one uh, CST she did a, a session on abuser stories okay Which I thought was quite fun um, basically, she so, user stories. Yeah, user abuser stories. Though. Per, per so, negative persona. Yeah, negative persona. Oh, yeah. okay. So, as, as a thief, I want to <clears throat> crash your system. Right. As a hacker, yeah. I want to steal your data. Yeah. Say that. So, I thought was quite fun. I do something similar. I've never called it abuser stories, though, so I quite like the title. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did refutation. Uh, refutation, is that the word? Uh, when refutation. you refute something. How do you pronounce that? Refute. Yeah. The future? The future, whatever that word is <laughs> listeners refutory um, criteria so the idea you have the front of the story saying as a yeah. as a hacker I want to as data miner, I want to get all your sales blah, blah, blah. Yeah. then the acceptance Rejection, criteria yeah it? basically that. how do I stop this happening so okay. the acceptance criteria, I need to do this, yeah, this, reverse, this and yeah. this to make sure the fun of the card cannot happen. Yeah. And of course, she's said, of course, you can't say cannot, impossible is impossible, but make it as hard as possible yeah. to happen. So that was quite a nice way of admitting acceptance criteria. Nice. So I quite like that. So I've done that negative persona before, but I've not done refu- like refutation or whatever the word is. I uh, quite like that one. I Judy. Uh, but she's, on, she's on attack. So okay. So there we go. So right, halfway through. Monday mingle. Always good Monday Mungle, okay. um, always good.
0: So uh, for those of you who've never been to a gathering before, Monday Mingle is just a big piss-up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's unfair, some people don't drink, but it is a big party on Monday night. Social um, gathering. Social gathering of everyone. It's caramelised by everyone yeah. and free drinks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, this year was fun, they had, it was in a, now for the Americans who listen to this, which I'm sure are many, many, oh, many, oh, many, yeah. many dozens of Americans, <laughs> It was somewhere called Austin City Limits, which I've been told some American uh, pop, uh, TV shows to appear from okay. in the olden days, like Top of the Pops, okay. basically. Some sort of country and western show used to be filmed there. Yeah. So uh, there was a few Americans okay. going, oh, right. wow, this is where blah, 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 Yeah, something like that, I had no idea of that. It, so. it was just a big auditorium, like, really. Um, they had some country band playing, which was quite yeah. good as well so that was quite For fun yeah, some barbecue food which was quite nice as well and in the end some was the karaoke which wasn't so nice which song did you ruin I ruined Enjoy the Silence by <laughs> Depeche Money. <laughs> so and... people were wishing they had some silence <laughs> yeah they were very much and um, Dave Pryor F- oh, fellow CST you, Dave Pryor fellow CST wanted to sing Wonderwall Oasis but he wanted some company oh, I see I don't think so Wonderwall's a good I karaoke as well so I'll help him out I'll go, into, I'll go and pair with him um and then uh, he ran away halfway through the evening, <laughs> so I ended up having to sing Wonder Wall on my own, which was not great. It's, it's just not great. A great no, period. it's to. Give us a couple of bars just for the. Just no, for the no, no. Um so what well, I will say is. No, what, anyway, what, <laughs> what I would say is, what I make up for in talent, I, uh, what I lack in talent, I made up for in gusto, and I slightly book my voice doing so. So that's when we time. oh okay. Where, where, yeah, okay. So um that that, we'll was, that, really? that. was that really. How does it go? <laughs> then try it. I don't oh. want to see it. <laughs> I'll do the guitar. Um so then that's day one done. Done. Day <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna you can edit this. <laughs> I think we need to. That's, that's fine. Thirty one minutes in. That's fine, fine. Day two was open space all day. Okay. It went very well this year. I felt a lot of people didn't know how open space works, like always. So we had. So they like
0: did. They did the whole day dedicated to open space. They had
1: like a thin stream of conference sessions running in the background, but they were very minor ones. Yeah. Um, mostly, mostly, <laughs> mostly, oh, mostly. harsh. No, not like big speakers. But, um, <laughs> not like you. No, no, no. No, <laughs> I spoke in the open space, so uh, <laughs> I an Open space, there was a little bit like about the people took part, but still 500 odd people, yeah. yeah. So it still went pretty well. That's, That's a lot for a long, it was a long hulk to get all the sessions to get on and... to get the marketplace, yeah. That took a while, it took a long time. Um, I did a couple and open spaces, so I had a couple of people come up to me and ask if when I was talking, and I kept saying I'm not talking and having this one off. so I didn't yeah. put it in for Austin. I just wanted to go as an yeah. attendee. But then my ego got the better of me. And so I thought oh, I'll put something in the open space that, uh, we'll have a group discussion. Was that your cow thing? Or was that the... No, it didn't care. It was about <laughs> agilifying agile coaches. So okay. you know, I did all those videos yeah. and that. because oh, I thought I'd just. The crap
0: out of me I I'm in that volume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's called Jump Scares. I'll keep you interested. Hello. No, but uh, what I would say is so I thought I'd just do something on that. But it's very off the cuff. So I didn't know any of the content. I couldn't remember it. I just did it off the cuff. There it was quite a good work. Well, it's like all these things. I, I planned it to be a workshop. We'll do a workshop together. Mm. What do you think happened? Nigel time. Nigel yeah, time. Nigel's time. Nigel presentation time. I felt slightly bad, um, but not too bad. You sit there, let, let me talk. Let me talk a bit, like I'm doing now. <laughs> um, so, uh, Just was, wind him up and let him yeah, go. Yeah, get well, what you want, some con- it's free content. So, we had a chat about that, and I thought it was quite interesting. Um, there's a lot of actual genuine coaches in there, or scrum masters, Spider Bee coaches, just trying to watch out for some common flaws. Some people had very similar patterns they mentioned. So, it was quite interesting. People brought up some ideas. I said, oh, I don't know that, let's put it on the board. And then, as I kept talking, they were, oh, that's actually that idea. Okay. So, it lined back under a different name later on, which I thought was quite interesting. Can you give me an example of my little mind? Um, so I talk about like different forms of human networks, right. so things like pairing, mm-hmm. uh, clubs, you know, so like you're doing tonight, the Recep um, yeah. groups, um, things like that, um, Scrum Master Community. Mm-hmm. So there's one they call Intervention, and I was like, I, I don't know that one is put up on the board. Then I have one later, which is like Coach or Mentor, basically like, like, a, like, a, like a psychiatrist's couch. Mm-hmm. This is always that. Okay. so it's that shape so they had found the same pattern just gave a different language yeah. So it was quite cool so like the human networks and stuff so i quite enjoyed doing that um i may even turn that into a conference presentation at some point maybe so uh it seemed to work quite well So that was quite good i made a good chat I um, there were some other ones going i went to a few other ones i don't know if i made any notes on them but i went to a few other ones about um uh, other things that were going on in the conference other open spaces but the people who did the open space seemed to get a lot of value from it um, I think they didn't a lot of people didn't quite know what it was mm. and the wind up was a bit slow. Right. So it did have some wastage on the conference. So is, about a third to two thirds wandered yeah. off.
0: But I think it was. It's almost good. like there was no overriding vision or theme then for the open space.
1: I believe there was. Okay. But you can't remember what was. But it was so again, when you've got that many people yeah. it's hard it's hard to But people don't listen to it anyway. It's like there was about a third of the sessions were about, um, hey, I didn't get a conference presentation yeah. into Austin. So here's it. Here's mm-hmm. my conference presentation. But they were quite good, some of those. About a third was, hey, I've got some ideas on X, let's talk about X. And about a third was, help me, help me, help me with why. <laughs> I need some help with why, And so well, that was quite interesting, as always. But the people who did them got a little value out of all of them. Um, did, you, did... did you go to the last keynote? No, I couldn't make that. The hashtag guy, I couldn't yeah. make. Okay. Okay. I got his name in Chris or something. Christmas I did the uh, hashtag. I just couldn't make that I to get a flight home. There was okay. one flight a day to the UK from Moscow. Okay. But I did see the Scrum Alliance are some of us to mentor some people are doing their first sessions, right? You know, through the conference they're doing their first session over at the conference. Yeah, they wanted someone who's spoken before to be available. They need some help. Mm. I helped. I think it was an Emmy. Her name was. I helped her as much as Brent helped me. <laughs> <laughs> Two emails, <laughs> but she was great. I went to see her session. It was fine. It was good. Good session. <laughs> yeah. So nice. You, really newbie session. You on. Uh, scrum in her life. Using Scrum to emigrate, using Scrum to get married. Wow. Okay. Scrum is quite interesting as well. So, um, and, uh, and iterating, I thought was the best one about immigration. Mm. emigrating. So, try to emigrate, failed. try to emigrate, failed, and did it the third time. I had to iterate the experience. It was quite interesting. Half an hour session, but fun. A nice way to a nice um sorbet to cleanse the palate at the end okay. of the conference. You know.
0: So, in terms of trying to summarize it for you had to score it out of ten, the gathering itself. How many? It'll would be, be a British
1: eight. A British eight? Which is probably a US nine, I would say. Okay. Uh, the, some issues I had was room allocations. Some rooms fill really quickly. There were room full sizes. it? Didn't used to, but um, they got the room sizes wrong well, some people, oh, okay. On so some, some of those people. Yeah, some people's rooms just went bink, instant full. And I might get there quite early, and the room's just done for that, because of um, uh, the fire code. Uh, uh yeah, there was loads of The uh, one last thing, oh, well, One last thing, uh, before you can take over. We nothing there. else to do, we just drink and Nigel well, has it. barely finished a quarter damn of it I'm making sure I didn't forget anything about this um, the final thing was lots of US government stuff yes. which meant nothing to me oh, okay. <laughs> lots of like hey this is how you can do Agile with a contract in the US government like wow it has no relevance to me at all turns out all the UK government stuff is so much easier than the US there's some real weird that. and wonderful rules over there and weird and wonderful behaviours so there's going to be a, a huge interest in that and a huge amount of content on that neither of which I cared Anything about right. that. that was the only was But could you still have a rich conference while avoiding that? Yeah, definitely. You can if dance so around. Yeah, around dance own. around that. Basically, um, yeah. And then the one was just the open space as always doesn't get full full attendance. It doesn't get full interest. It only gets about a third of the people. And what do the rest of the people do? One, yeah, wander off, have some self care time, chat in the corridors, do a few sessions, and go do the emails. Yeah. But if you
0: miss out on a whole day, which is open space, and you paid a lot of money? Yeah, to go there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was why largely why we I know we took a lot of stick for dropping it in London last year, but we felt that it was it's the third we wanted to offer some kind of different price tickets so yeah. people could do choose opt in to the option or not. But
1: yeah, um, yeah. it's 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 di- a huge. It's, it's, yeah, it's difficult because the, the people the people who did it got a load out of it. Yeah, they best bit of their confidence. Mm. But about a third, two thirds didn't do it. And when you got a third, 1,500 people, was yeah, it? Yeah, over, over. That's like a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people. Is it more might... than yeah. London? Much yeah, bigger. There's always, good. always much bigger than London. So, um, so London that, that, that's, that, that's my concern. How much do you, as a product manager of that gathering yeah. product, aim yeah. certain slices at certain groups, and how much do you not? Yeah. I think it'd be fine to do that if they had something oh, in that. Yeah. Well, that's what so going game. forward then, is there a self-organising team for the capitalists? Yes, there is in terms of Alliance, and there is in terms of volunteers. Yeah. You rolled off, didn't you, after yeah. London. Yeah. Um, there's something similar in North America, so a few people have rolled off after this one and a few new people, I think, are going to roll on for New York, which I believe is next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be quite a good fun New York I think we're trying to make an effort to New York Austin was nice it was a nice place to go so the New York would be pretty cool so um, yeah so they're rolling community on that as well so there we go massively overlong session use some of it for your bonus video um, <laughs> but I want to make sure I miss nothing so people forgot got a full appreciation of how good the gathering was excellent it was what they did.
0: yeah so I imagine that Paul, Paul might edit this a little bit but we'll put the full version up on the Patreon website. So yeah. If anybody wants to watch, because it will be video as well, watch the full. See, and then no, Nigel's version. smiling face. On the, and you can see uh, him reading his script. <laughs> and you can see how we how we stay engaged yeah. while he's talking. So listen right to the end of the pu- to this podcast for the for details on how to do that. But other than that, my while well, my pint glass is empty, Jeff's pint glass is empty. i can Nigel know. has barely stopped talking, so his is still full. So, um, we'll, put, we'll say cheers on this point. Thanks for coming, mate. Um, cheers, mate. <laughs> ta Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you've enjoyed the podcast... Thank you very much for keeping listening after all these years. Three long years it's been since we started this journey, but we're still enjoying every episode that we record. Over that time, we have been turning down quite a few offers of sponsorship and product endorsement along the way, because we don't really think that's what you'd want us to do. It is hard work, but if you enjoy and value what we do, and you'd like to buy us a pint every now and again, you can do so. It's completely optional, but we have a Patreon account where you can donate whatever you want, whenever you want. We'll buy a pint and toast you, maybe even enhance the kit that we use to improve the quality of the recording, and maybe advertise to try and reach some more people. As I say, it's completely optional. You don't have to, but if you'd like to, we'd love it. And if you want to donate, please go to patreon.com forward slash Thanks very much.